I wanted to see the town before the sun went down. I didn't take the car. I didn't want to. I walked everywhere when I was a kid until I was old enough to drive. So I got to know Shawnee Town from the sidewalks, which is a much better way to know a town than from a car window. It's very personal, almost intimate. I thought I could feel this intimacy again, pick up where I left off, as it were. I was very relieved to find that the ice cream stand was still opened, and even more relieved to see that the menu had not changed. Three dollars later, I was holding my long-time favorite, a chocolate vanilla twist and a waffle cone. The day was still hot, so the ice cream started to melt immediately, causing a small, cold stream to trickle slowly down the cone. I licked off the bit that had nearly reached my hand while I strolled across the street to the town square. The big oak tree was still there, faithfully stretching out its limbs, offering shade to anyone who needed it. There was a bench, but I didn't sit on it. I wanted to sit under the tree, like I did as a boy. While I was picking out a spot, I couldn't help but notice how long the grass on the square was. It was just strange, because this was one lawn in town that had always been well manicured. I sat down anyway. I just wanted to enjoy my waffle cone and look at the hills off in the distance. What I saw almost made me choke on my ice cream. The range of hills just south of town was known as Gold Hills. It had always been a favorite sight of mine. I loved to watch the wind roll through the waves of grass and trees. In the spring and on through the summer, the hills would be spotted in places with large, colorful patches of wildflowers that pleasantly interrupted the landscape. During the fall, the trees would be alive with color as the leaves turned a thousand different shades of orange and yellow. And in the winter, when it was cold enough, the hills resembled a sleeping giant resting comfortably under his sheet of snow. It was a kind of a virgin beauty. Aside from a few houses discreetly tucked away in hidden corners, these hills had pretty much remained untouched by man. But now this had changed too. As I looked up from my seat on the grassy square, I could see great big ugly scars where huge chunks of the ground had been ripped out by strip mining. Rob? came a voice behind me. Robbie Wilson? Is that you? I turned around. Clem! I shouted. My old buddy Clem Fletcher hadn't changed much since his teen years. He had the same unruly mop of red hair, and his face was still dotted with little brown freckles. But there were subtle differences. For one thing, the size of his arms, feet, and hands were now in proportion with the rest of his body. He seemed to have better posture than I remembered, too. Now he had sort of a manly, more confident way of standing. This was grown-up Clem. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen you, he said as he gripped my hand in a very macho handshake. So what brings you to town? The class reunion, of course. Aren't you going to be there? He shot me a puzzled look. What class reunion, Rob? You must have heard about it, I said. There are only 30 people in our graduating class. Now Clem looked concerned. What is it? I asked, hoping whoever was organizing this reunion hadn't excluded Clem on purpose. In that case, I'd hate to be the one to tell him about it. Well, this is weird, he said vaguely. What's weird? I'm pretty sure there's no reunion. Why would you say that? You remember Chad Peterson and Sean, Sean Biggerstaff, don't you? We used to run around with them guys a lot. Sure, yeah, Chad and Sean. Why? Are they okay? He continued. Yeah, they're okay. And in fact, they just showed up in town too, just like you. Got here yesterday. The thing is, though, Chad came back because he thought his mother was sick. What's wrong with her? I asked. Well, that's the thing. Nothing's wrong with her. I mean, she's doing real good and all. 
but Chad was sure someone told him that she was sick and that he needed to come right away to see her. Who told him that? Nobody. At least not that we can tell. We asked everybody, and no one remembers calling him or texting him or nothing. Even Chad can't remember who told him. That is weird, I said. Yeah, it is. But Sean's the same way. He came because he thought he was invited to somebody's wedding. But there ain't no wedding here this weekend. He can't even remember who's supposed to be getting married. By the way, Rob, who told you there was going to be a reunion anyway? At that moment, an unseasonably cool breeze rushed past us and through me, causing shivers from my hair down to my toes. A cold, empty feeling started to overtake my insides as it occurred to me. I couldn't even remember how I found out about this class reunion in the first place.